Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Inside LBUSD, the Laguna Beach Unified School District podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, a reminder that next week is spring break and all sites will be closed. Also, an early announcement that Dr. Mark Brackett from the Yale Center of Emotional Intelligence will be at the Artist Theater on Tuesday, May 10th at 6 p.m. There will be childcare provided and you should have received a Parent Square message with RSVP details. If not, the district will be sending additional reminders via Parent Square in the coming weeks. And now, Health Matters with Dr. Michael Keller and Nurse Kelly Schultz. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of LBUSD Health Matters Podcast. Today's conversation is being recorded on Thursday, April 7th, 2022. My name is Dr. Michael Keller. And I'm Nurse Kelly Schultz. And the goal of our podcast, of course, is to keep our parents, staff, community, informed about important health issues in Laguna Beach Unified. And we've been focusing for the last few months on COVID-19 and keeping our community safe with important updates and information. Nurse Kelly, can you give us an update on our current status of COVID-19 and LBUSD? Yes. So we currently have one case at El Moro, two cases at Thurston, and two cases at Laguna Beach High School. So we have a total of five active cases in isolation. Thank you so much. And have you noticed any notable trends in the COVID-19 data since our peak in mid-January? It's gone drastically down. Um, we just had a meeting with the health department the other day. Uh, there is a little bit of an uptick in the county based off the BA2 variant. However, we are not seeing an increase in hospitalizations or serious illness. So that is good to hear. That's really good news. And, and our emphasis really is to try to do everything we can to keep students and staff members safe. We want students and staff members to be in, at, at, in school or at work. And so continue to monitor your symptoms and stay home if you're feeling ill and keep updated with any information on our, our LBUSD website with current, current statistics. One critical role of nursing services is in the support of students suspected of having a disability or with known disabilities that may impact their educational access or performance. In the total student population of all students, some students have health impairments, and we estimate that really between 15 and 25%. These can be long-term chronic issues, developmental issues. They could be short-term acute issues that are, that are impacting a student. And some of those with health impairments are so impacted that they may require a specialized health plan or what we call a Section 504 plan, which is an anti-discrimination plan that the school might develop, or an individualized education plan. Nurse Kelly, can you describe the role of the school nurse in identifying, assessing, and supporting students with health or specialized specialized plans? Yes, and I think the fastest way to trigger a school nurse is when you tell, um, when we tell what we do for a living, and one of the first responses we get is, oh, how cute. So you just get to hand out ice packs and band-aids all day, and that is a loaded question, and usually I will use this question as an invitation for me to begin my TED Talk, and congratulations to you podcast listeners, because I have invited you all to listen to my TED Talk today. So I'm going to describe a little bit of information as what the role of the school nurse is. Now that COVID's kind of winding down, we can kind of get a little bit back to what we do for a living. So school nursing is a specialized field of nursing practice, just like oncology nursing or labor and deliver. Uh, labor and delivery are specialized practices. School nurses are registered nurse, licensed registered nurses. And California requires school health services credential. It's the nursing equivalent of a teaching credential. And they also require a bachelor's degree. Nurse Pam and I also both have our master's in nursing with an emphasis on 
school nursing. So it's a kind of even a more specialized field in that master's arena. Uh, Pam and I oversee the health office and the health clerks at our specific sites, and we rely heavy on our health clerks for the day-to-day -day care of those students who need those band-aids, those ice packs, and that basic first aid care, because that is still very important. Pam and I are members of the multidisciplinary team to meet the health and educational needs of students, which is um, for those IEPs and 504s that Dr. Keller just mentioned. Some of the primary responsibilities of our job is to perform health assessments for students for those individual education plans, working with our families and their child's pediatrician to create health plans for our kids with medical needs, such as diabetes, seizures, allergies, asthma, and training staff on the emergency medications needed to um, help those students. And being basically the primary liaison between the state and county public health departments and our community. So even before COVID, Pam and I routinely had meetings with our local health department on updated laws and the latest research and the best practices in public health. So school nurses also play a, a pretty important role in the social emotional support of our students as well. Yeah, it's really a broad-based comprehensive healthcare services and really your our eyes, ears, and expertise in the area of student health and even provide some really uh, important uh, supports in the area of supporting staff as well. Well, my role as Director of Social Emotional Support, I work with our teams of three student support specialists who are credentialed social workers, and one of them is a li licensed clinical social worker. Our team of eight school counselors who provide school-based mental health services. And we uh, closely collaborate with our Director of Special Education, Mrs. Irene White, and the five school psychologists uh, and this broad array multidisciplinary team provides not only academic support services, but we all share in providing supports to the students in the area of school-based mental health. And each credential provider may approach these services differently. A school social worker really looks at the eco ecology, uh, the environment that the student exists in. It could be in the school setting, it can be in the home setting, it can be in the community setting, and really tries to be a case manager to support students, and, and they do provide prevention and intervention direct services to students. A school counselor will approach school-based mental health by looking at the student's performance and any barriers that the student might be experiencing socially or emotionally to, with their peer relationships or accessing their, their academics. And school psychologists really are trained. I'm, I'm both a school psychologist and school counselor by training. And school psychologists approach uh, from a variety of different theor theoretical perspectives, and their, their role really is to reduce any barriers to student success. So the school nurse is a critical member of our health support team. And thinking about specifically the area of school-based mental health, can you describe the role of the school nurse in providing social and emotional support services to students? Yeah, so many times students who are receiving social emotional support are also taking medications. So we provide information on what the impacts of these medications can have on their day-to-day -day school routine. We call families to figure out how well their child's medication regimen is working for them at home. And the social emotional support staff check in with us to let us know how they are doing in the school setting. Sometimes medications can make students really tired, can take away their appetite, or make them more anxious. And these side effects can have a direct impact on their education. So it is crucial we all work together for the health and well-being of each, of each child that's under our care. Yeah, whenever we're dealing with those really um, high-level high social emotional barriers for students. Uh, our multidisciplinary teams work collaboratively uh, and confidentially, of course, to, to directly address the unique cases that the student might be presenting with. And we come together to talk about goals for the student and uh, interventions that will support the student to be successful in school. So thank you so much for, for sharing all that important information. Obviously, the health services team, critical element to the overall services that we provide to students. 
now, uh, you know, it is Thursday today, tomorrow's Friday, our last day before spring break, and we're about to have a week off. Are there any important safety reminders that you want to share with the staff and our families as they embark on spring break and then return on Monday, April 18th? Yes, so each school site has a a couple boxes of the rapid antigen tests, the home COVID test kits. We also have the saliva PCR kits. Now, I know, even speaking for myself, a lot of us have had a cold or a flu bug that's going around that is not COVID. However, if your child develops any symptoms over break, we would encourage you to pick up one of those tests at their school site, or you can do it on that Monday when we return, you can come by. And if you have any questions, you can just reach out to me. I'd be happy to help. Fantastic. And we'll go to our mailbag. There are no new mailbag items this week. So uh, please check out, check out our website, lbusd.org, our, our podcast website, and let us know if you have any questions related to health services, health impacts for students, and we'd be happy to address them in this podcast. Nurse Kelly, I hope you have a wonderful spring break. I look forward to seeing you talking to you again in a couple of weeks. And thanks so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you. You too. Everyone have a happy spring break. Thank you for listening to episode 17 of Inside LBUSD. If you have any podcast questions or suggestions, we encourage you to visit lbusd.org slash podcast and let us know your thoughts. Please stay safe and healthy, and we hope you have a wonderful spring break.